Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of 1923 Main Street. Home of the Disney Travel Podcast with the latest Disney travel news. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellabratic. And I'm Amelia Bellabratic. And today, our trip report from our most recent vacation, What's Up at Vero Beach, the most popular questions about Disney's Grand Floridian, and some Halloween party tips and tricks. Yes, this is our August summer split trip. We do this every year. We fly into Orlando, rent a car, drive down to Vero Beach. It's an easy, less than two-hour drive. We stop for groceries and lunch along the way and some shopping. And then we spend three nights at Vero Beach and then head back up to Walt Disney World for four nights. This year, we had a went back to the beachfront studio in the main building at Vero Beach so we can see the ocean views. And then we had a two-bedroom villa in the villas at Disney Grand Floridian Resort. And I'm happy to report, we talk about room requests a lot. Now, I always, almost always, <laughs> uh, request specific room numbers. Because we stay in these resorts quite a bit, I know the exact room numbers I like. And this year, we were 100% again. I would say if you have a specific like room on the floor plan that you want, you're very close to guaranteed to getting that. It's just you might not necessarily get your ideal floor. Yes. Because that's impossible. So here's what I do. I requested at Vero Beach our first choice and second choice room. In those cases, it was the exact floor. Yes. And we got our number one choice, which we've had many times in the past. We have great luck there. At Walt Disney World, I give a room ending in this or that and a upper floor. So this year we got our first choice room number on the third floor, which was pretty good. So I consider that a 100% because I did yeah. not give a specific room number. I just gave room ending in and then highest floor possible. Which we got. We noticed that another party that was checking in at the same time got the same room but the floor below us. So they did honor yeah, they highest floor possible, which was nice. So just to reinforce that it is worth making room requests. I do say we get them about 80% of the time. This trip was 100%. And pretty good because uh, I like, you know, I'm one of those people. If you don't care about rooms, that's cool. But I like specific rooms and uh, I like requesting them. And they do make an effort is the point here. Yeah. All right. Some other general notes. Trams were still missed because we had a rental car. We were driving to the parks a couple of times, but... They are coming back come September. Great timing, Disney. But you know what? At least they're making a reappearance. So we look forward to that because walking, especially in the summer quite a long way usually is not fun and it does tend to put people in a bad mood before they even enter the park so we are excited to see the trams return and just going back to vero beach quickly we're going to spend most of our time on walt disney world because disney's vero beach resort has not changed a lot and that is just fine with us you know everything's there's no construction going on there right now they are doing some refurbs coming up very shortly this year but, you know, everything was great. The beach was super good this year. Not much algae or, uh, sorry, seaweed, I should say, at all on the beach. Sometimes, you know, it depends on the year. Sometimes there can be a lot, sometimes not. And, of course, the storms and things change the way the beach is at times. But this year, pretty good. Good beach, good pool, good food. Drove into town a couple of places we like to go to eat. And all in all, a good three-day stay. The no seams were light this year but present we've had much worse years speak for yourself yeah, i'm not prone to as prone to bug bites as amelia is i had probably between i want to say i had at least 20 or 30 bug bites 
at least. And we spray 100% DEET and or citronella or, you know, lemon-based bug spray. So we've tried everything. They do help. Yeah. They're just not foolproof. Yeah. So just beware. They, a lot of the times people are like, oh, they're not out in the day. Yes, they are. Yeah, they yes, seem to they be. Are. If you're in the shade, really there at any time. If you're sitting around the pool in the shade, which is where Amelia got hit quite a bit. That's where I got almost all of yeah, them. Yeah, we do morning beach walks. And our trick is to stay where the water breaks uh, in the surf. So a sort of where the sand gets wet every time a wave comes in. Because they obviously can't sit there. Don't sit around on the sand in a beach walk. In the morning, you're probably going to get bit. But all in all, great resort. Love it going yeah. there. Three nights is perfect for us. I was going to say, only thing, beware of the bugs. Yeah, That's beware the only of the thing. bugs. And to be fair, I am generally prone to bugs. So if you're usually pretty good with mosquitoes and things like that, they probably won't be as drawn to you. Especially if you go to the campfire show there, which is oh, yeah, well out. worth doing. Wear long pants, tuck your socks over your pants and so on. Don't care how you look. You will thank us yeah, later. And spray stupid. on top of that. Yeah, you might look stupid for one night, but at least you won't be itching for the rest of the week. All right, let's jump back to Walt Disney World. Now, sensitive topic, but we are clearly on one side of the fence on this. The Holiday Inn, as we call it, the new DVC building going in next to the wedding chapel is still an eyesore. We are not fans of it at this point. It's, it's hilarious to watch it being built. Like, I know that this is how buildings usually are, but it's been a long time since one has been located right on the monorail loop. So, yeah, the last Just... one was the villas at the Grand Floridian. But they somehow suited the Grand Floridian style more. Now, the issue I have with this, right now it's just a concrete block. Looks like a big prison. It looks a little bit like Tower of Terror in its form, (laughs) ironically, without any of the outer design work done yet. But it's just so out of scale. This is my main issue with this building. The Polynesian longhouses are all low-rise The Grand Floridian are all similar. The little wedding chapel, which was so elegant, right next. And then there is this gigantic, it looks like Toy Story. Like the Disney Imagineers have lost all, this crop of them at least, have lost all sense of spatial awareness is how I put it. I would agree with that. I also just think, again, compared to the rest of the Polynesian, I understand that they needed two and three bedroom villas and whatever. I understand that. But the concept art looks very, why we call it the Holiday Inn, it looks less themed and that's very evident in the scale. I just feel like it's losing a little bit of the Polynesian. Yeah, and everybody's saying, well, wait till it's done. Stop judging. But when it's done is not going to change its size. It just sticks out like an eyesore. That is not going to change. Yes, having it brown and with windows will mute it. But it's still, I feel sorry for anybody having a wedding in the wedding chapel because it's just like a big giant shadow beside it. Yeah. And you know what? If it ends up looking nice, I'll retract my statement. I'm sure it'll look nice. It's just scale. It'll no. look nice. It looks like a beachfront apartment building to it's me not in that, the concept art. It's in. not that the building doesn't look nice. It's that the building doesn't work with its surroundings. If you yeah. isolate the building, it's fine. Exactly. It's just putting it that's with what, everything around I mean, it is the problem. The designers have no sense of the space around it. It's as if they said, just build it as if it's on its own. Anyway, that's our personal opinion. I know some people love it, not loving it right now. We'll and, have to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, members of our family just wish it would go away. But anyway, <laughs> it's not going away. And we'll see how it is when it's done. I'm sure it'll look nice. It just doesn't fit in. All right. Halloween party. Let's talk about that for a few minutes. Now, I have a tip here. They have a horrific new entry system. 
to get into the park for the Halloween party. Yeah, overall, I would say the party was better this year, but it did well, not let's, start let's talk the night about off. The end, yeah. Well, here's the thing. There is an overlap where you can enter with your party ticket at 4 p.m. and the party starts at 7. So in I don't know why they're doing this, but in an effort to somehow manage crowds. Now, we go to this thing every year. We enter at the same time every year, pretty much. And they are, as they said, we're trying something new this year. And I was pretty ticked off because you get off the monorail where you've gone through, you know, you're already gone through your security and everything. And then they guide you. You're in these queues in front of the building with crosswalks and you go all the way over to where the buses are parked and then you loop around and there's another cross path. And it's just absurd to me. They're trying to manage people coming out of the park at that time and people going into the park at a certain time. But here's our tip. If you are going to the Halloween party and you want to avoid this mess that they're testing this year, and I made sure to let them know this is an epic fail from a guest experience for me. Either enter the party right at four or wait until seven because it goes away. They take yeah. all this stuff down. Well, it's important to know I entered the park at probably like 6.59 just after seven because I forgot my magic band and had to go all the way back to the room. But that's not the point. When I entered the park, there was literally no one there. It was dead. All of the guests had already left. So speaking from experience, it's much smoother if you just wait until seven. And it is quite long. So I would recommend just waiting until seven. So yeah, I would say... Don't go between 4.30 and 6.30. <laughs> Either go at 4 or go at 7 if you want to avoid this. Otherwise, just be prepared for this bizarre queue that they have that's going to send you way over to the bus terminals. All right. Now, another thing that was interesting, Halloween party, great as always for us, we enjoy it, is the scoops. They are no longer pulling Halloween candy out with their hands and putting it in your bags. They are now using silver metal scoops. They're pretty big. I actually think you get more candy this year. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like overflowing bags this year. Yeah, overflowing bags much quicker. And we were asking some of the cast members. They liked it because something I hadn't thought of, even though they wore gloves, they said your hands just get all sticky inevitably. Another thing I noticed this year that I hadn't noticed in the past, they're freezing the candy. So the Are boxes it? of candy were all frozen. Did you not notice how cold it was when you got it? I noticed it was cold, but I didn't even think of that. That's so smart. Yeah. So they froze the candy and when they, so that, uh, you know, it's hot out in the August parties. I don't know if they do this in the October parties. We always go in August because that's just when we go on our summer trip. So frozen candy, which is good, keeps it a little bit, but it does put a little bit of that white sheen on the sum of the chocolate bars. But it tastes better. Yeah, it tastes good. <laughs> Ride wait times were still long during the party. You know, I'm talking 35 to 45 minutes for if your key more. rides, if not more, until the end. So by the time the second parade, so for sort of for the last hour, things do thin out, as they always do in the last hour of any late night magic hours and so on. So staying to the end is still a good tip. Second parade, busy, but not as busy as the first. So definitely enjoy yourself. Get there at seven or four and uh, stay till the end and you will have the best experience I think you can have at the Halloween party. Now, yeah. another thing that I wanted to talk about, there's been lots of lots and lots of stories this year about, oh, the parks are empty. The parks are dead. It's so, so quiet in the summer. Let me tell you. It is more crowded than you're being led to believe. Disney's fabricating these stories. Is I don't think happening. it's so much Disney. I don't. Dis, it's it's other people, other influencers or other media sources saying, "Oh, well, there were hour plus wait times constantly." We're talking on a Wednesday afternoon in August when local kids are back in school. 
the parks might be a little bit emptier for crowds. Well, Magic Kingdom was not. Magic Kingdom was almost at spring break crowd levels and rides were one, two hours, right? So normal mm -hmm. to slightly less than the busiest yeah. times a year, but definitely not empty. We weren't seeing four hour wait times, but I'm sorry, 95 minutes for Rise of Resistance, still not going to wait in it. Hour plus for it's Space Mountain and all long. those sorts of things. So it's too long. Yeah. Uh, Epcot was a little bit less. Hollywood, slightly less, but still the rides were an hour. So it, it's not dead is my point here. Okay? My it's still quite busy. I think Disney paid someone to post on the Disney boards. It's so quiet. Everyone go right now. Go right now. And then that's how everyone, that's my theory. Another tip we had, speaking of boards, is we think it'd be a great idea. You know how when you go to the bus stop at Walt Disney World, you can see the time to the next bus? Well, we got duped by this a couple of times because they're not entirely accurate, but... Or we got there and we said, oh, the bus is 16 minutes. Well, let's just take the car. So we thought, wouldn't it be great if they could sync these bus signs for the resort you're at to the TVs in the room? So at least if you're in your room and you know the next bus is in four minutes or approximately, you don't rush there to, and, and miss it. Or if you know it's 16 minutes, you know you have enough time. Or put it in the app. But I think it would be great, since those signs are digital, if they could sync them up to the TVs in your room or the Disney app. Of course, then we'd all complain that they're inaccurate, but you know, they're inaccurate anyways. Another thing we tested on this trip was gift cards. We had not used yes. Disney gift cards before, but I decided I want to try them this year. Bought a few over the course of the year just for fun. Ended up having about $400 worth of gift cards. And specifically, I wanted to do it for a mobile order because I hate a bunch of little charges on my credit card. Works like a charm. Just enter, you know, I took the advice of others, entered the gift card numbers into my phone notepad and then just copy and paste it in the mobile order space and you're on your way. So those mobile order lines are shorter than the standby lines at the restaurant. So we took yeah. advantage of that. And you can order ahead too. Yeah, you big can plus. order ahead. Definitely works good. Now, speaking of food. Another big thing. We retried Narcusis and it is back to its former standards. Glad to report. Yeah. What, what's your take on it? I loved it again because some of the most recent times we've been there, it's just, we've mentioned it before on the podcast, it's just a little bit lacking. But this time I would say everything was good. The staff was incredible. Unbelievable. The cast members were so good. Very, very, I mean, over the top, polite, checking on you. The new ambiance is great. The food is back. I had the surf and turf, with, which is the filet mignon and the lobster. I had the steak. You had the 12-ounce New York strip. Yeah. We also, what else do we have at our table? I can't even, I don't even know what my wife ordered, but she enjoyed it. The bread was great. Yeah. So all in all, Narcusis had dropped off my personal top 10 list. I'm putting it back. I am updating my top 10. I won't tell you what it's knocking off just yet. You'll have to check it out at MikeBellobratic.com to see that. But Narcusis back. Thank goodness they did a great job. Another new restaurant we tested, new for us. We hadn't been there yet. Yes, Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. A plus for me for its target demographic. Yeah, I another one. I'd read a lot about this. Some people say eh, it's not so great and all this stuff. For us, not only is the restaurant super fun, if you have kids and they like Toy Story, it's a must do. It's still clean and fresh and new feeling. And the food, the ribs were very good. Brisket. The brisket. Sliced. Sliced, not chopped. It was so good. It was seasoned well. It's not Narcusi's level. It's not necessarily yeah, this is, this is fine, not fine dining, dining. But it's good. And if you need a casual park air-conditioned break in the middle of your day, definitely go for it. I could not recommend Our more. sides were the potato barrel stuffed. Amazing. 
The beans, good. The mac and cheese, really good. Yeah, you had the deep fried pickles. The deep fried pickles, pretty good. Now, here's a little something. Uh, on the dish, you can, on the menu, sorry, you can also order plank salmon. And it's a small little single serving on request. It says it doesn't come in the entree. We tried one of those uh, as my wife tried that. And she said it was excellent. The best thing she ate of anything. Yeah, so, I sampled that. It was quite good. Yeah, so and pay I, attention to that. And they did not charge extra. Yeah, there's no extra charge. They just don't bring out the fish in part of the big basket. The least desirable thing was probably the sausage little swirl. But hey, it's sausage. It was still not bad. <laughs> it wasn't bad. But uh, for me... Really good food quality, not mediocre by any means. So yeah, I little, definitely recommend trying it. The little desserts in a cup were also nice at the end because you're probably going to be pretty full. So I appreciated that they did that. Um, One tip I have, don't fill up on the biscuits. Yes, they are good, but yeah, don't fill I up on I had three, them. don't fill up on the biscuits. Now, Tron Virtual Q, we want to give you our take. We tried it twice, once during the party and once without. The first one was our arrival day. We did the poll at 1 p.m. And I missed poll. I was going to say we did... We were about three pulls late. So I would say use the refresh button at the bottom. Don't pull it. Yeah. So we did the 1 p.m. poll and we got group 151 and they were on group 50 at the time. So what time we did get on. What time did we get on? We got on. I would say between 815 and 830. We boarded. We didn't actually get on the ride until well past 930. Yeah. So here's the thing. Your boarding group. So we board. So we basically got in line when they called our group 151 around 830, let's say. And then it's over an hour in line. Right. So don't be fooled. So we probably didn't ride until 945 or something like that. Yeah. But we did get on park closed at 10 and it was, you know, super good. Then we tried it again. So the Halloween party, if you're going this year. Definitely do it. There's a six o'clock pull. You do not need to be in the park for this. Yes, you must be in the park for the one o'clock. You don't have to be for the Halloween party, six o'clock. And people say it goes in seconds. So here was our experience. This time I pressed refresh in the hotel room right at six o'clock and we got boarding group 203. At that time, it was not showing me where they were in the boarding groups or any of that. So at seven o'clock, it did appear and they were around 160, maybe, something like that. Yeah, probably around there. Anyway, we ended up boarding, getting in line around 10.45 p.m. And since there's no lightning lane or very few people in the lightning lane, it was probably 20 minutes, not over an hour. So definitely had success with both the 1 p.m. poll and the Halloween party poll. I would recommend clicking the refresh button right on the time. Another thing I would say, it didn't affect us, but it very well could have. We had a dinner reservation, same day as the 1 p.m. poll. So just beware if you're going for Tron that day. Beware if you have conflicting reservations. Yeah, that's what I was trying to give you an idea of the time. Yeah, you may have to decide your priority. So we pulled at 1 o'clock and we got in around 8.30. We got in line. And we had a dinner reservation at 7. Yeah, so that we was were, our narcooses. We were sweating now, a little Now, they give bit. you an hour. From when they call your group, you have an hour buffer. So we were fine. All right. And to close out the show, Grand Floridian, under construction. Personally, I like <laughs> construction because we go there a lot. I like to yeah, see you're things You're the only happen. person that does. Well, but since go I've been going to Walt Disney World since it opened, I like like the Holiday Inn, right? I like see things <laughs> to be built in front of me and then we see how it all ends up. was not the impression I got when we were there. Well, I, don't, I didn't say I like what they're building. I just like to see the process. So the Grand Floridian right now is boarded up, but you can see it from the upper floors in the main lobby I'm talking about. So they've completely cleared it out. When we were there, they're painting all the railings on the upper levels. So the lobby aroma is quite okay. interesting right now. 
It is a blend of the Grand Floridian smell you know and love and fresh paint. And somehow, it works. It does work. I have to admit, I'll give them that. Never thought I'd like fresh paint in this way, but here we are. It works well. And then there was a couple of burning questions. Well, actually, I had one burning question, and then they offered up the second one. So I wanted to know if the Grand One yacht, the 52-foot Sea Ray that we like to charter occasionally, is coming back. And the cast member at the front desk did not know. She said, they don't tell us those things, which I can understand. I don't know if I have a lot of faith. Maybe it'll be the Grand Two if they bring back a different one. But then she offered up an interesting observation that the question they're getting quite regularly is what? Is the orchestra returning? Yes. Is the Grand Floridian Orchestra in the lobby coming back? This is a favorite amongst guests and DVC members. We know a lot of people that like it. And it was was difficult to see in the construction. Yeah. So what I was looking for to see is, are they building a permanent little stage area at the end of the floor on the main level below where the uh, Enchanted Rose is, where the orchestra... Because they used to play up where Enchanted Rose is. I don't think they'll do it there. Then they moved them temporarily down. So... They did not know, but the fact that they are getting asked this question daily with the construction, maybe they will. I'm still holding out hope that the Grand Floridian Orchestra may return. There's space for a stage, definitely. It's still in the early stages, so I wouldn't count it out. Yeah, I wouldn't count it out just yet. They still have that little like back area that's raised where they usually put the eggs or behind the Christmas store, whatever. Yeah. So they still have that area. So there is room for a stage if they so choose to build one. And my theory personally is they're going to have all this stuff done to have the gingerbread house in there for Christmas. Yeah, well, that's our fingers, Even though they, that's fingers our, crossed. Yeah. The birdcage is still there. It's just covered. All right, there you have it. A very quick and a little bit longer show this week with our trip report. Yeah. Let us know if you have any questions. One last Related thing I to want this. to mention. And Disney, what did you want to mention? Disney Imagineers, if you're listening, please put a digital clock on the magic bands. It's very annoying to wear two things. And if you only have your magic band on, I checked it as if it was a watch probably 50 times. So Magic Band Plus version two. We did a whole show on this should have Hey Disney in it. We did not have Hey Disney in our hotel rooms. And there are virtually no USBs in the Grand Floridian Villas oh, rooms, yeah, that's uh, the... by the way, which is annoying. I don't need them to do it to all of them. Just make it an option. Please thank you all right everyone there you have it our recent trip is amazing as always thank you for listening we hope you join us again next week follow along on social media at 1923 main street and have a magical day Bye bye